0: Wow, that is so loud. That was really loud. Uh, it's Homer Superior* special extra issue. We are reviewing, recapping *Ant-Man and the Wasp*. Yeah,
1: um, mm-hmm. uh, we are again left without Adam and Clark. They said they're in the quantum realm. They're, they're, <gasps> they were ghosted by. Uh, oh, yes. I see what you did there. Yes. Oh, yeah. I would love uh, that. Yes, fingers crossed. Fingers feel so good, Adam.
0: Probably good.
1: I can't make it, you, dude. You were just fine an hour ago when you are drinking a bottle of wine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be fair,
2: Adam does as. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. (laughs) Every time I enter his apartment, he says that. And then he does fade away into a weird... But he comes back. It's weird. I hate it. He says it to bouncers. (laughs) They're like, sir, we can't let you in. So,
1: the movie. Well, so... Who are we? Yeah, let's do our... Who am I? Oh, I'm Kalen. And I'm Ryan. And I'm Brent. It's Burke. 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 Yeah, or... Oh, 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 Or K-R-B. Caribbean K- 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 R- K- Radio. K- R- 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 yeah, hey, yeah. welcome back to Caribbean uh, Radio. KRB. where it always I. gets worse. I'm Michelle Norris. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hi, Michelle Ream.
0: Oh, <laughs> Diane Ream. Sorry.
1: Um, that's a high pitched Nixel and uh, Richard Nixon, if I've ever heard one. Yeah, it
0: really was. I am not a crook. What are
1: your What are your initial thoughts, broad thoughts on the film? You uh, better than the first.
2: Enjoyed it. Fun summer blockbuster. I'm using brick words describe yeah. things happen action. I I don't think there's a deeper level, but I think it's a good
0: fine movie. Um, I enjoyed it very much. <laughs> I don't. You describe
1: it like you you hated it at a funeral. I think like yeah, like yeah. he was a handsome man. He <laughs> uh, was a handsome woman actually. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, those it are was good. My it was, hey,
2: it was a decent film. It was a decent film. The end. I, I like it's. I mean, there's more to talk about.
0: I, <laughs> I thought it was. Uh, it was a fun, light, like Marvel film. Uh, I think it was a good, um, almost like good palate cleanser after Infinity War, which 100%. was pretty dour. Of course, yes. Um, I really like the chemistry of all the actors involved. I think they did a really nice job, and I agree with Ryan. I think it was better than the original, which you guys all know that I often think like that comedic sequels are usually lesser than the original. So yeah. they actually were able to amplify the humor and kind of fix some of the problems I had with the first one even though it created some other problems. Uh, and the second film created some, some additional problems uh, is what I mean. But uh, I, I, I I thought it was delightful. I really like the chemistry between um, uh, Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly. Yeah. Uh, I think they were very, very cool together. Uh, I fucking love... Grumpy old dour Hank. Pym. Oh, he's perfect.
1: He's a perfect foil to everyone. Yeah, because yeah. either people are oblivious to how angry he is, or yeah. are also angry with him.
0: He reminds me yeah, a lot feel, of uh, yeah. what's his face from Glow. Um, oh,
1: uh, Sam Silver, S- uh, Mark Maron's character. Yeah, yeah, like
0: just this like grumpy, like crusty old guy yeah. that is clearly very talented, but like the world is sort of passed him by.
2: It's it's kind of justified because he's just missing his wife. He's trying to like. Like, I don't it think it's
0: justified. I don't think it's justified at
2: all. I think that he's not justified for feeling bad for losing his wife in the quantum realm.
1: So let me say this first. I think um, it's a definite improvement. I don't think that they worked on the villain as much. I think they did a bunch of interesting choices, mm. but that to me was still kind of the weakest part. I really enjoyed it. I thought the humor was definitively better. Yeah. It had less of the irritating quirks that I liked um i disliked um as far as hank pym and his justifications for like being a dick i thought this movie really expanded on him as a person without making him go through a character arc specifically in hank pym's past he um his conflicts in the in the first movie seemed kind of justified Howard Stark is a known bad parent and jerk. Yeah. Uh, SHIELD has often gotten their hands in a lot of uh, dirty dirty situations.
0: Yeah.
1: Scott Lang is like a tool for him and his hatred of him is kind of like a little bit related to protecting his daughter yeah. and his protecting his daughter is like fear that she might end up like his wife.
0: Yeah. All they stuff that sounds, sounds-
1: reasonable. Yeah. But when you watch this movie, you realize, "Oh, Hank Pym was kind of an asshole to everyone.
0: The Bill Foster stuff for sure, um, like kind of highlighted that. Yeah. Like the little backstory that we got about their relationship when yeah. they were younger. Uh, Hank Pym is kind of a jerk. I, He's kind of a jerk, but I don't team mind team that. that Bill Foster I like was that. Black Goliath. Yeah. Yes.
1: What was? Uh, didn't she? He yeah. have a relationship with Ghost's father, or was that a separate experiment entirely?
0: That's separate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It was. Um, it was Bill Foster. It was played by Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Um, I, but I
2: like him being a flawed human like that. Yeah. I like, it makes him more fleshed out than a lot of the Marvel universe people.
0: And I do like that they made uh shield kind of shady and I hope we kind of see some of that in Captain Marvel. Yeah. So like, you know, they're like, yeah, they're, they're like the CIA. They're ostensibly the good guys, but they've got to do some like really like nasty shit to like, you we- know. Yeah. I, I read some freedom. stuff online
2: that uh, people were craving, like a, a pre, like an early Shield movie, to kind of show that corruption and yeah. stuff like that, uh, which I, I think sh- would re- be really cool. A
1: Shield of the '60s and '70s would be great for it yeah. because Agent Carter has already kind of Agent dealt with Carter, Hank Pym, oh, Bond Stark. Wouldn't this,
2: that be cool? Oh. It, it'd be a nice little like period piece.
1: So I the, would. Other, the other way that it kind of reflects badly on Hank Pym is that Hope. Is clearly more capable than Scott. She is just, she is just an, a badass yeah. action bitch who thinks about problems and then tries to solve them, yeah. rather than bumble their way through and hope they succeed with jokes.
0: Oh, Wasp and Bumble, I get it. Um, ah! I didn't mean it. That but was now fun. I do. Um, <laughs> that was good. But
1: it also makes the last movie, in hindsight, seem more ridiculous. That. That Hank can't trust his daughter so much. So they have to incorporate this kind of wild card element that really might seem unnecessary.
0: Yeah, this the the that's a really good point. But the other way that the second film highlights the problems of the first film is mostly through the antagonist. I thought Yellow Jacket was such a lesser than Jeez. villain that even though Ghost, while she wasn't perfect, uh, I really like what they did with her.
1: So can you tell me like what was Yellow Jacket in the comics? Was he there? Yellow Jacket was uh, another was, Yellow Jacket was another alter they ego. They completely
0: changed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So Yellow uh, Hank Penn became Yellow Jacket after he like went nuts a little bit and like slapped Janet Van Dyne. Right. Um. So like it was his like secondary persona that was a little bit wilder and crazier. Yeah. Exactly. Which
2: I sort of liked
0: his run of Yellow Jack. He wasn't necessarily like an evil dude. No, he was battle. just a, yeah, he was just like kind of like a devil may care type character. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, so since
1: you brought it up, sorry. No, go so ahead. I was going to say since you brought up the villainy. Yeah, Ghost is clearly one of the most sympathetic of villains. Sure, that she is someone who has been the victim. Yep. Um, I don't know that she was super compelling. That she felt more like a plot piece rather than a She yes. wasn't. And I
0: think the movie was smart by not focusing just on her. Because they had another villain with the the mobster, the guy from Justified. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: um it's uh Sonny Birch was
0: his name. Yeah. Wal- Walton uh, Goggins, the yeah, guy, actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh who's he was also in Hateful Eight. He uh, was
1: also in Vice Principals, yeah, which is a phenomenal show. If you've never
0: seen it, I've never seen it. It's yeah. about
1: two vice principals who are super petty AF, and they fucking destroy a school over trying to be the principal. It's uh, great. Uh, he he plays
0: <laughs> he plays like douchey character so well. Like yeah. he's got such a punchable face. Well, he yeah, he just looks the part. He so looks thrilling. like a dandy. Yeah, yeah. he's like, like, he's someone like a dandy boy. Yeah, a, yeah,
1: a, essentially foppish.
0: <laughs> Very <laughs> yeah. foppish is a great word. Um, like I liked that he was kind of like the secondary villain and the more villainous villain, like the one who's doing stuff for malevolent, malevolent motivation. Whereas yeah. Ghost was doing it because she's just trying to like get solid again. I, I, I know, I, I,
2: her, her as the villain was a little problematic because you, she wasn't. I felt her acting sometimes. You could definitely see it sometimes. Sure, uh, but. I, I did sympathize for her. I like when she was like, look, I don't got time. I'm going to die. Yeah. Like, could you like hurry the fuck up? I think I, it, was a I smart, it.
1: it was a smart move to have Lawrence Fishburne be the her kind of, uh, yeah, the confidant and like, I mean, he's kind of helping the villain, but he's still heroic. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if it really has much of an impact, but Lawrence Fishburne in, in science fiction films does such a great job of walking the line between mentor and villain mm. that i think really helps his character because he served as like the uh, i think it's called a shelving fence or a shelling fence yeah. which is like a threshold that you make that's kind of arbitrary mm. but it stops you from trying to do something more extreme yeah. yeah so like an example would be i'm going after i die playing this video game i'm going to sleep it's it's arbitrary, but it's a rule you have to make. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of existed as that for ghost. There are certain things that we don't do in order to forward our, forward our goals.
0: His kidnapping his defense Scott for, Lang's daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's
1: it's it, you know, you might say like that's a bit more reasonable than something arbitrary, but I think that at some point every character has to decide what that point is. Right. And him trying to guide her, I liked a lot because you're like that helped her be much more sympathetic as a character.
2: It's true. Um, uh, with the twist of them just basically <laughs> getting out of being kidnapped with that kind the of ant, clever... outdoor dance. dance? Yeah, the outdoor yeah. dance was a very clever thing. That was a really nice movie. And one of out. the few things that was not in the goddamn preview Oh, yeah, the there was movie, too much, yeah. Which we'll get into. Yeah. We, there's how will, bad which is
0: not a flaw of the film, it's a flaw of trailers. The, the marketing the, and the, yes. all, all that stuff. Um... One thing I was going to say about the film. Oh, uh, I really liked that they didn't kill her off at the end. Ghost. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I liked I like the, that. I was like, they kept her. Like, she can come back. Uh, she could be a more heroic character. She could be, a like, a morally gray character. So
1: that, that showed true heroism. That the heroes saw the villain the way we did. Yes. As being the sympathetic character. And they helped... Her Yeah. And then when they all leave that building, it seemed like, oh, my God, they formed this, like, awesome superhero super- team. Yeah. I'm ready for this Majestic Seven to yeah. ride out into the fucking sunset. They, yeah. They're,
2: yeah, and they all sort of stood there, like, as teammates for a second, and then it slowly...
0: Also, flew. one of the interesting themes about this film that, like, no, very few people have picked up on are is the idea of criminal reform. Oh, that's very true, yeah. uh, Of, like, you know, you've got these, like, three people who are, or four people, really, they're Scott and, like, uh, uh, Michael Pena's character and the two others, the Russian guy, the black guy... And they're GI
1: and uh, the other guy.
0: Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're just they're just trying to they're trying to move forward. It's like you know, like we served our time. Oh, they named to... their
1: their their company XCon. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah,
0: and also one of the
2: uh, throwaway things that uh, Scott said was like, "No, do you know like we need to get this deal? Do you know how hard it is for like X-Cons to move on? Yeah, like
0: it just uh, <laughs> they, they and like they dealt with nice uh, to
2: at least put it in.
0: Absolutely, know? and they dealt with the fact that like you know uh, starting a business like is. Fraught with a lot of pitfalls, and they fail very, very easily. I think yeah. like it was like some nice, like very uh, <laughs> realistic touches uh, to a very fantastical film.
1: Well, so that I mean, there was something about that with the resentment that Hank and Hope felt towards Scott for helping uh, Captain America. In, uh, Captain America, Cap, uh, Cap, Cap, yeah. oh, Cap. You call Cap? don't want a first name Cap. What well, Captain America? <laughs>
2: How did you like the? heavy handed narration of them talking about it. I didn't hate it for a change. I, Sometimes the Marvel Universe does it in a bad way. Yeah. I think this was okay.
1: Because it wasn't expositional theater. It yeah. wasn't them saying like, well, you betrayed my brother and so therefore I hate you. It was them busting balls, basically. Yeah. Or, like, or like you oh
2: yeah, do you want to just or, go away and join Cap? <laughs> or almost like her take on it because she was not
0: involved in civil war. So it's it's a good point of view to have. 100%, and it was a smart way of telling the audience when this took place. Yes. Because chronologically, it's come out after Infinity War. Of course, yeah. And so I'm sure there are going to be, like, viewers who are like, well, where's Thanos? Why isn't half the, uh, you know, why isn't half the universe gone or, like, disappeared? Yeah. yeah. It, it told you exactly like where it was after, like, you know, Civil War and, you know, it's leading up to Infinity War, which so we'll get into in a few minutes. To
1: go back very briefly um, to the villains, yeah. um, the FBI...
0: Yeah, mm.
1: it serves as an antagonist, not necessarily a villain. Yeah, but they except are.
0: one of them was a villain. He was like the uh, that's right for Walter his character.
1: And Hank Pym, I think there's a lot about his character, which is it's veiled behind him trying to do heroic things. But he's one of the most honest portrayals of someone who is a genuine asshole. Like Tony Stark and Doctor Strange, they learn from their mistakes. Hank Pym. Really, just seems to still be a dick after all these years. He would never even let uh, what's his name? what's the guy's name, uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character.
0: Oh, um, uh, Bill Foster.
1: He would never let Bill Foster. He would never give him credit for he, like he had one good idea. Like fuck you, Hank. This seems like a lot of this is related to your choices.
0: It's yeah. a lot of
2: ego on fucking Hank Pim's part. Yeah. yeah. Which I like, it's a good character, it's, like, I it, like
0: it. It, it, it fits it's very good. well, and Michael Douglas can play yeah. that role of so course. well. Of course. So but, perfect casting. Well, I, I guess
1: opinion. to me, the thing that was a problem is I wish they upped that more, and the the, the FBI and Sonny Birch yeah. and Ghost all seemed like they had something there, but they were all plot motivators, mostly. Yeah. Like, the Walter uh, Grogan thing, it's Grogans? It's Goggins. Sonny Birch. His whole thing was like, how can I build to this car chase scene?
0: Yeah. Or how can
1: I be like this independent motivator... In the story. His
0: motivation made no sense to me. Like, he was just like, he just wanted something. Like, yeah. I, I didn't even remember why he wanted he it.
1: Wanted, he wanted the PIM technology. Yeah. He, wanted, he knew that there was quantum research out there, and he wanted access to it. Yeah, it but,
0: but it. we never knew why he wanted it.
1: So this is an interesting question, because he does mention that he's got some very dangerous employers. Oh, yeah. But they so don't, don't mention who oh, the employers are.
2: Okay. Well, I for those uh, mysterious villains in the background, I will give that some credit there. Okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah. And that's alluding to something further in the Marvel Universe, which I'm okay with. Sure.
0: Yeah, that, okay, I guess I missed that part, but um, that, he, I'm okay with that. was a very brief line. Yeah. Okay. And it was and in the, it's the very some, beginning. No, it's
1: something it's where I feel like, is. okay, that's... That's a seed that can be very, very interesting later. Yeah. Maybe it's Roxxon, which has made its appearance in tons of the shows. Well, also... Maybe it's Hammer, who's
2: Maybe they're... Exactly, yeah. Maybe they're building like a weird Thunderbolt sort of villainy type of team or (gasps) something like that. that. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Ghost is actually part of the Thunderbolts. That's right. So she would be wonderful to have as sort of like a muscle maybe as being able to still having these phasing
0: powers or whatever. I don't know. Maybe they're building to something greater, which yeah, I yeah. hope. Fingers crossed. Should we talk a little bit about the comedy, which I think was one of the strongest parts of the film?
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, their action... Speak h- on that. Humor and action. Yeah. Like, where did it work? Where did it fail? Is there ways that I, it improved I or think, was worse? I think it can work through
2: the beginning and middle of the movie. When that happens at the tail end of the movie, it really takes me out of the story. So, during the climax, and I don't know if we want to get into it now, but uh, some of the stuff... Yeah, yeah,
1: let's let's go on, go go on.
2: uh, So, Hank Pym is basically doing everything. He's doing the real mission, while a half-assed, funny, oh, I'm too big in a lake mission is going on outside. Was it fun? (laughs) Yes. But did did Giant Man being in the whatever the fuck it was, Mm -hmm. like... Didn't the that war. seem just a little bit too wacky for the climax of the movie? So. For me, yes. You've seen it in other movies like Guardians of the Galaxy uh, 1 and 2, like where they get serious at the tail end of it. I think if you don't have stakes at the end, you, it, it doesn't work as much. Hmm. So I cared less about Ant-Man and Wasp at the very end. I cared more about Hank Pym. What was going on because
1: there? Because it's an escort mission. They're the most boring thing to do in a video game. Where instead of having to achieve some goal yourself, you have to protect the object that has constant danger coming at it. And it's so annoying because when you die, you're like, it's not because I died. It's because the thing I'm supposed to protect
2: Your, That speaks volumes. It is that. And that's maybe PTSD from having bad video game, like whatever. That's,
0: but actually, like, that's
2: a fair point. I, it, it really bothered me that those scenes were at the end like that. Like, she just had to save him and give him CPR. Like, come on. I don't... It, it bothered me in that way. I was way more enthralled. I wanted to see them go into the quantum realm and actually deal with issues. Yeah. Have ghosts there go as, as well. Like, I would have liked to see that a little bit
1: more. Well, so, part of it, to me, seems like what Caitlin pointed out, the air, the issue with trailers... And Mm. in an action movie like this, the shrinking and growing is a punchline. It's the joke that someone tells. And there were so many times where I thought, if I had never seen this before in the trailer, I would be like, oh my god, that's... Like, the first time I saw the Pez dispenser, I'm like, that's amazing. That's fantastic. Awesome. I would have been shook. By giant man becoming this massive figure and then just like suffocated him yeah, because it, yeah. he can't consume air particles that yeah. are too heavy.
2: The one of the one of the best comedic bits was when he sort of turned into that small like he turned into that weird that was half, hype, yeah. half thing because he was at school. There was it. That was a really hilarity in soon, Like three obviously. Feet tall. <laughs> exactly. That was amazing. Even her being like. You can get it, or like whatever, like just playing that up. Yeah. That was hilarious because did you have a the... fun
1: day at school? It's like, <laughs> like shut up and drive. Do you need any oranges? <laughs> Do you have
2: any? <laughs> um, uh, it, that's funny because you didn't see every one of
0: those parts <laughs> in a fucking trailer. Agreed. Um, my favorite comedic scene was the uh, they they definitely like went back to it, but Michael Pena doing the. Uh, story, the monologue, yes, and him like just doing all these like uh, what's the word I'm looking for unrelated like, like diversions and the, uh, tangential uh, stories. tangential stories. That's exactly what I'm uh, the word I was looking for. Um, and uh, digressions is the word I was actually looking for. And he like can't keep it straight, and his like his partners are, are like no 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 don't let him go down this path, and yeah. he goes there. <laughs> the funniest fucking thing, and it's such a weird specific reference, was his grandmother playing Morrissey over and over again at her restaurant in California because it is true that like uh, uh, Latinos and Latinas or uh, Latinx, uh, they love Morrissey, especially in California. It is utterly one of the most bizarre things. It? He
1: said he said his, his melancholy ballads yeah. speak to our soul. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly, yeah, it, and it was just like...
0: I uh, the uh, friend I saw it with like he, he he turned to me and goes you know that's true I'm like yeah I know it's fucking true I'm a huge Morrissey fan uh, and I also love like they played uh, every day is like Sunday which is one of Morrissey's hits like on uh, Scott's phone so that was just a nice callback.
1: So to me, part of the movie reflects you know like Michael Pena is probably the focal point of it, but yeah. the style of Edgar Wright l- lingering on yeah. that quick shot and doing the storytelling from. Michael Pena's perspective yeah. feels like something Edgar Wright
2: would do. It's still do. there. It's At, still yeah. inspired by
1: that. I'm glad it exists, but I feel a little bit weird because I, I think that if they let Edgar Wright go in a little bit more of a different direction, I know. given that they didn't use him in Infinity War, it seems more pointless to not have slightly more of a artistic style ah, than the house style. It makes me so sad that they the first
2: film didn't go with him.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree with that, and I think. But the reason why is because Edgar Wright didn't want it to be part of the MCU. He um, didn't want to have to do what they wanted. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And like, did like, the, I think it was the scene where in the first movie where um, he goes to the Avengers compound and fights with Falcon. Yeah.
2: That I know that was a big point of contention. That, that was a big People point of contention, and we so where he
1: goes and fights Falcon. No, he, do you know why that was a point of contention? Because he was like, I don't want to have to.
2: This was an edit, was I don't want to have to face this scene just because it was a studio, oh, it was like like a studio the, note. It's the, like the you got,
0: yeah, exactly about. because they needed that that kind of that fight to start the relationship between Falcon and Ant Man. Yeah. to go to uh, so that they could to go Civil War. through Civil War. Yeah. Exactly.
1: So they. I mean the 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 reason why Michael Peña starts babbling again in the way that he did in the first movie was because he's given the truth serum which is a comedy trope. It's a which comedy is trope done right though. Well, yeah. it wasn't because oh. the characters pointed out there is no such thing as truth serum and the the protagonists are like no it's truth serum for comedic effect. But there isn't truth serum. Isn't
2: that commenting on it though? Which no, I sort it's of not. like
1: because it buys into it, because it still says you can make someone be truthful. Truth serum—the the truth serum they use—is fascinating. I mean, it's really crazy because they get injected with it, and usually a good interviewer, the way they do it is they just come up with alternate worlds that you have to say no, that's not true, and you end up explaining something that is true to them. So, for instance, if you have a sister and you say, her name is Sarah, and I say, oh, well, yeah, so you went to this party with your sister, Beth, what did you do there? And you would go, no, 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 her name is Sarah, revealing her name to me because your inhibitions are so lowered and your desire to correct is very high. It's not, a, it, there's no way, it like, you just reveal things instantly. It's because you have a very delicate handler who is trying to not get you to say things that they impress upon you, and also things that are untrue that just to please me. Can I ask you something? Are you on truth serum right now? Because you're really
2: explaining this truth serum to us right now.
1: I'm not on truth serum <laughs> except every moment in my life because I care. <laughs> but the, the weirdest part is that you can actually be given a drug to combat the truth serum, and you're kind of in this euphoric daze, when you're on That's it, great. and once you're given the drug, five seconds later, you feel completely sober, and you don't quite understand what the entire interaction you experienced was. So I think
0: it's kind of weird that like they're so insistent that there is no truth serum in a universe where people can shrink and grow. Thank you. And That's the interpretation I have. Yeah, and it's like why not? There? Why isn't there truth serum? Exactly. In
1: because I think that people have enough understanding psychologically that when someone violates the laws of physics, like they're able to jump farther or higher because of some physical serum, they don't know enough about that for it to not be possible. Like, a true serum is, is a bridge too far. It's so why I think mind control things are getting harder well, and harder your to buy. Well, inhibition just be so
2: far down that you can't help it but
0: tell the truth?
1: No. Because you actually don't just tell the truth.
0: I thought it led to a pretty decent punchline towards the end of the film, where uh, the bad guys end up just revealing everything to the cops so
1: actually michael peña's part seemed more truthful which was that he was just spilling things because that's actually part of his personality yeah that he just he's just more hyped up and he's just more willing to tell you stuff yeah regardless of being prompted the guys at the end who are just saying truthful things yeah that that is where I, i'm annoyed by it because they're like they're unprompted they're not asked any questions you normally have enough bearings. So the PIM Particles seemed
2: all within the realm of what you wanted to do.
1: That's not believe. what it's about. It's that they've taken something that's real. It's like if they said, like, oh, now buildings can fly. And you're
2: like, I well, think making a practical thing even more, like, practical makes way more
1: sense than being like, I can grow
2: and I can shrink.
1: I, I, you know what? Maybe it's the reason why I was so annoyed at Winter Soldier. Because they're like, we have
0: the algorithm, we have
1: the algorithm, which can tell who's a threat to Hydra. And you're like, can you? How do you fucking do that? I know how this technology works enough to know that that's really to be hard. Dangerous. It's not. Wow. It's not. It's not like, oh, Doctor Strange, I'm tapping into alternate universes, or Thor, that I've got some mystical power that exists because I'm around certain people. So it's, it's called okay. a willing
0: suspense of disbelief, Correct. which I don't think you have on something that's uh, an exaggerated form of something that exists in the real world. Yeah, that's so, more a, practical to me. Yeah, it's it's I mean it's an extrapolation of stuff that we already have and stuff that we already know. Um, and I think you're annoyed by it because it seems like it's a cheat. It's a cheat code in something that doesn't need a cheat code. For
1: most movies it is. Yeah. Um maybe it's the, like hacking for instance
0: people yeah yeah in in quote-unquote realistic techno thrillers people do all kinds of shit that shouldn't happen because it is very much set in the real world yeah like there are no super beings there are no gods there are no infinity gauntlets where you snap and half the universe goes away but the marvel universe i'm willing to cut it some slack that even stuff that exists in the real world it can be exaggerated a little bit and it doesn't pull me out of the story. The reason yet.
1: why I hate it is when it is a vehicle for plot rather than a feature of the story already existing. So when Michael Pena's argument with the guy like, oh, so it's truth serum. the guy's like, no, there, there's no such thing as truth serum. I'm like, 100% on board. I love that. They were calling it out and saying like, that doesn't really exist. And Michael Pena's behavior under it made sense. It was at the end when you've got these characters who are just saying things. So they changed
2: the actual, like, how it works. Yes, because they they
1: called it out for being false and then embraced the falseness of it. Either way, for me, what's more important is how scientific Ant-Man tries
0: to be. That was one of the weaker parts to the film for me because it got way into the technobabble to the point where I was like... I mean, the characters even make fun of it when uh, Scott goes. Do you guys just put quantum in front of everything? <laughs> and that was like pretty good. That joke. That was much
2: needed. For it me. was a pretty good yeah. joke
0: because it's like, yeah, he's like the like everyman lay character. I mean, if we want to go off the rails,
2: talk about the fucking end where they're just like. Don't worry about it. I'm just a magic mystic woman who used to be Catwoman. Oh, like, yeah. It got real loosey-goosey at Super the loosey-goosey. End. So
1: I'm not going to worry too much about the truth serum Why didn't, when someone's Hank, a Hank, magical being. Hank Pym took off his mask in the uh, quantum, quantum realm, realm. Yep. and – He's supposed to be able to still breathe and make out with Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, yeah, that's the dream, but can we all do it? No, we're getting eaten by tardigrades.
0: But we've all thought about we it. We have. I mean, you know, Catwoman. I loved Catwoman. Man. Catwoman's great. Uh, one of the things I theorized is that um, this is how they may bring mutants into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I've read a lot of people online saying the same thing. Oh, they really have. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, it's she uh, talks about like adaptation and evolution. I I
2: think they need to like blow the quantum realm up for there to be something like that. But yeah. also the Fox and the Marvel deal isn't going well right now. So yeah. it's not, not well, it's, well,
1: bitch. Wait, it's not going well? Yeah.
2: Well, some of the stockholders are a little bit angry right now um on the I think it's on, on the, the Fox side. Yeah, yeah. I think it's on the Fox side uh, of non enjoying
1: like cuz Fox is losing all this property that yeah. they argue is worth more value. Then what is it? Seven point three. Yeah, and and they're and they're constantly getting
2: billion. Oh, billion. Okay. They're constantly getting uh, more offers from Comcast and some other stuff too. Not to talk about that here, but um, but we will. Yeah. but there an acquisition yeah there would have to be a lot of massaging
0: of that and i don't want them to even really touch on it yet which yeah. i think what you said earlier that's but. probably true i just theorized that might be one way they bring they bring it in there well but. so
1: um we know that uh janet has these powers now yeah we're not exactly sure what they're confined to so, so yeah. she can like stabilize quantum fields i guess right whatever that means
2: i you see you gave more life to that and more meaning than they said in the movie already right there so i I was like uh, yeah that was when she turned into like a healing jedi i was so confused and a little bit angry that's where it got me at the end into
0: fucking et yes yes uh, oh god you're right
2: uh yeah, you're so right. And then everyone survived. I thought there was going to be some sort of sacrifice at the end. Not that there has to be, but it was just too cookie cutter at the
0: end. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, so her- I know they needed feel good, especially after Infinity War. But, and,
0: and then they kind of set it up in the post-credit sequence where, like, you have a feel-good, feel good feel feel good moment, but then they undercut it by the events of Infinity War, like affecting most of the characters that wow, were about. All three. All three. Yeah
1: uh oh. other people who are not in the quantum realm yeah. i guess maybe theoretically uh scott lang was protected by maybe, being maybe it
2: helped him yeah
1: subatomic, but yeah. probably not yeah it was probably you know he just probably got lucky yeah yeah He maybe have had
2: like but plot now, armor or
1: something yeah now he's <laughs> stuck there yeah we don't know for how long yeah. which by the way <laughs> means that if ghost is alive she's not going to be for much longer she <laughs> is fucked <laughs> Because they need. Why did you say that? She could
2: have been. She could have been healed by her. Because
1: the exercise that they were performing was: we're going to go get energy from the quantum realm to help continue to stabilize her. Mm. I don't think it was just random energy collection. I think it was like to help her. Maybe yeah. Um, Yeah. Um. I guess I just like the universe where she's like screwed if she's not already dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So he's stuck there. Which may mean even if there aren't mutants, he'll g- gain Michelle Pfeiffer E.T. powers. <laughs> yeah, uh, where he can just touch things. I don't know how that will help uh, fight Thanos, but presumably he's going to be in the next Infinity War. Surely, he, yeah. The fact he that is. They've they mentioned they, this they, stuff—they've
2: they've, they've not announced it officially, but they've announced it. Yeah, and and through like spoilery type
0: of stuff. And they're going to have to. But the fact that they even addressed like. Uh, Hope Janet and Hank being disappearing yeah means that it is going to lead into. Infinity I would have
2: Oak. loved. I was just. It, it felt we saw it coming from a mile away. I yeah. think Adam said it specifically. Like, you know what's going to happen in the post-credit scenes
0: in yeah. ant Man and Wasp, and that's when you hit him yeah. and said, "Get out of my face!" Get out of my face! Person.
2: Yeah, you fucking bitch! Um, and but uh. I would have liked to see Wasp actually. Did you just serve? try and
1: use every contraction and uh, but yes uh, and. I didn't say. However. You did now. Yeah. Nailed it. I got me. fucking got that fool. Uh, truth serum. It's real.
2: <laughs> no, that's just vodka. Okay. <laughs> that's my truth serum. Uh. Well, thank you for de- derailing that. No, you're talking no about idea. Adam. Adam. Well, uh, he was saying that. Yeah, I would have just liked to see Janet. Maybe. Oh, not Janet. I'm sorry. Um. Uh, what's-her-face
1: hope Hope
0: actually come through as well for infinity war Mm, or the next one
1: she would be a lot more helpful than scott
0: yeah no they definitely need but they needed him to feel stranded yeah uh and so having even one of them left behind meant that they could pull him out yeah they they need the cliffhanger
1: all right so can we talk a little bit then about uh being stranded and alone The amount of effort he put I'm sitting
0: right here. The (laughs) amount of effort he put into dating life. uh, (laughs) Oh I already made the joke, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah,
1: Anyways, the amount of effort he put into building a fortress for his daughter to use to like follow ants along, I thought that was adorable. And then he like spent all this time learning magic tricks. Yeah and his his daughter Uh, the
0: family stuff was amazing. uh, I loved it. I loved I love that his ex-wife and her new husband, they're, like, so sweet to him now. Yes. Uh, I, think I like the pre- turnaround a lot. Yeah, um, that was um, I loved uh, What's-His-Face as the FBI agent. Uh, um, Randall Park? I Randall think. Park, yeah, from uh, fresh, off, uh, fresh Off the Boat. And yeah.
1: also from uh, Veep.
0: And Veep, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's great. He's great. Like, his weird sort of, like, I'll antagonistic see. slash like, needing to be friends with... Isn't he
2: Jimmy Woo that started the Agents
0: of Atlantis? Yeah, he's Jimmy Woo. Yeah, Atlas, or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Agents of Atlas, yeah. So, they definitely made him a joke character, but I like that they have I'll see you
1: later. Is that, like, an invitation for dinner? Dinner? No. No. Why would it be an invitation for dinner? I don't know. It was weird. That's why I was confused. Well... Like I mean, if you want to get dinner, I'm like free, like you're whatever. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. He was great. He was he was he really was really good. funny. The
0: daughter I'm, was so good. The daughter was, was so so really cute. And they they're uh, again, if Clark were here, they're like setting up Young Avengers. That's my Clark. That's yeah. why
2: I think they're gonna time jump
0: because so they can she can be old enough to actually be an Avenger. Like she basically I said, "I want to be an Avenger. I don't think it's gonna be time jump. I think they're gonna do Young Avengers in like five years, where she'll be like fourteen years old. Yeah. Re,
2: they'll recast her and make sure. I don't she's think they should. should the, I don't think it, they,
0: she has
1: a lot of really good comedic timing. Yeah, where she's like, maybe you need a partner. He's like, well, I, you know, this girl she doesn't really like me. So she's like, I, I was talking about me.
0: You're yeah. Like, oh, yeah, okay.
1: gee, yeah. Wow, Scott, you like a dick?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was nice. I, I, uh, I also loved like uh, in the end of the film when they're like at the, the drive-in and it's just they realize like it's just like all these like little Hot Wheel cars like on like looking at like a like an iPhone screen or like a, a oh, yeah, like an iPad yeah. screen and then there's like a giant moth just comes in. It's like, I fucking hate moths. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so to speak, you were saying about um, prison reform or, or criminal reform. Mm-hmm. One thing that was interesting was his ex-wife, who kept saying, you can't do that. You need a warrant. And then the police I was like, no, they can Yeah. Uh, no, you can't do this. It's a violation of the race. Like, that's true. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. They actually I can. They, they what did she like, say no, about the FBI?
0: It's like, uh, what was the acronym that she gave the FBI? <laughs> was, uh,
1: Finding oh. Boyfriends Innocent. Or oh, God.
2: She fucking killed that yeah. line. I died in the theater. Yeah,
0: it was really good. She's
1: a really phenomenal she's voice actor. Oh, she, oh, yeah, she's an archer. she is. Hilarious. You're not my supervisor. Yeah, you're not my supervisor. <laughs> um, Cheryl, Carol. And she was also in Arrested Development.
0: Yeah, Yes, she was. You're part. gonna miss these. I'm yeah, just kidding. No, I'm candy. not. I'm not. No, stop. Okay. Uh, okay, hair up, glasses off. Okay, hair down, glasses on. Glasses off. All right. <laughs> So um, so good.
2: So there's uh, you brought up the theme of like separation. Obviously, uh, Janet had some separation as well. Yeah. How was she so well adjusted?
0: No, I would expect her to be weird as fuck. Yeah, like have like her being be, in this weird universe for decades. Have her
2: not be able to like look at someone uh like in the eye or like just be uncomfortable a little yeah.
1: bit. She was like, my babies, come here, and immediately. Oh, that was kind of sweet when. Uh, she took over Scott. Scott. That, that was a fun yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, that was, like, was actually that, that, was that was a great scene. scene. I don't know. I mean, it's that that, that she says like time and space oper- operate very differently in that realm. So who knows for
0: her how long? So no, why she Why does she age then, bitch?
1: I can believe she would she age. She at the exact perfect but, amount. But the way she perceives aging might be very different. I don't That's know. true. I'll I'll, yeah, I'll, truth give, serum them that, is I'll give them, them that. I'll give her map But not truth serum.
2: That's
0: where because I because
1: it's like it. it's the uh, okay. Here's the way I think no. of it. It's the uncanny valley. No.
0: Uh,
1: okay. you're familiar.
0: I love that comic. The Uncanny
1: Valley <laughs> is this idea. That, I know what the Uncanny Valley do is. Do you? Well... I do. Well, Ryan... I understand yeah, the yeah. <laughs> Tell the listener who already knows. <laughs> and it's good that you emphasize the listener. <laughs> the Uncanny Valley is that the more that we get artificial intelligence to look... Oh, God. Our robotics do. to I look, look so like us, bad. there's a certain point at which it starts to get too close but not close enough. Yeah. And then at a certain point, it, it it gets closer and closer, and we feel more comfortable with it. Yeah. That it becomes too good, a replicant or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. To me, when they do the science, that's just wrong. It's that they've done the science not close enough to being like some extrapolation of the future or whatever. Like the. You understand? We're t- still just We know what you mean. It's too. I'm not talking to you. Who are you talking to? right? The audience. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the audience. <laughs> tra- you know what's
1: actually interesting? Because uh, we did talk about not Steve. this conversation. We <laughs> talked about Steve Ditko a little while
0: ago. Yeah. Um, On a different podcast.
1: Um, so the tracking bracelet uh, that the the house confinement. What is it called? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. The, the, the uh, bracer. The, yeah. Whatever. So yeah.
1: that was actually created because of Steve Ditko. What? Um, so, there was a judge who was known for, in Texas, I think, for unconventional punishments who actually read Spider-Man comics. And in one of the Spider-Man comics, ah. they put a tracer on people in order to determine if they were, like, leaving a certain area. Yeah, Spider-Man And tracer. so, he decided to use that as a punishment for people who were not supposed to leave their, their home. homes. So, they ended up That's developing technology in order to uh, wow. have that. Cool. That's
2: really weird. That's interesting.
1: So, um, we've talked about the end credits where the people get dusted yeah. and Scott is now stuck in the quantum realm. Let's so talk about if the If you stuck day. around to the very end. I did end, not stick around Wow. The this you was one of the most
2: missed disappointing it. missed opportunities. Like, it is the worst. You can't show the end, end, end End credits in the commercial
1: in a fucking commercial yeah. before it was that even was worse than up. Steve Rogers saying like patience it's an important thing you should care about no. that, that when, was a,
0: that was a good troll I but, hated it I hated uh, it so oh, much. It was so oh, fucking funny it made me so mad it was great but,
1: but if you show the ant drumming in the commercial wh- what are you showing me and the People, end credits
2: booed in the theater when I was in it. Really? Uh, Yeah, people were like, was it you? (laughs) And it was me, and I was just like, Um, yeah, the only somewhat satisfying thing about that was, like, they panned to, like, it being sort of a blackout, like, sort of situation because of, like, Thanos' snap. Yeah. That's the only somewhat okay thing. Oh, so, oh, does the ant disappear? <gasps> no, no, that would be dumb. Um, no, they they, sh- they they started at the TV screen, and yeah. it was just sort of like, please stand by, and it just had the generic, like, beep, like, just like, uh, oh. and then it slowly panned to him, and he just started drumming. It was weird oh. it was
1: it was odd. it was trying to it was trying to be trolling but again the trailer fucked it up yeah, yeah. so um, did you have anything more to say about the film climax and the meaning of the ending like how it just it, how I it I,
2: I felt I felt cheated out of a good movie that I was really enjoying by the the super happy happy ending that so many other superhero films like do like well, I, how would
1: you want it to have ended? Someone died?
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> that, okay, that's maybe more cliche. But, like, it was just everything was fine at the end. They both got out of the, there without any sort of cost. And then, like, she just got healed by Ghost. It just felt so...
0: Pat? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was so worried. Annoying. I was worried that when Ghost's plan, I've got to suck the quantum energy out of your wife... Uh, when that is not gonna work that she's just gonna be magically cured Mm -hmm. and as it turns out et fingers work
0: Yeah. yeah It
1: that bothered
0: me that was the thing yeah it was it was not great but um the movie was so delightful
2: i think it's a family film
0: and i think they went for it
1: and they got it yeah all right so how would you rank this among the marvel films
0: I was thinking about that, and I don't really know. It's not in my top five. No. It's in my top ten. Really? Uh, It's in my top ten, I would say so. Because I liked it more than the first Ant-Man. first Ant-Man, I think I ranked it as, like, number 12 or 11.
1: Well, okay, so maybe easier, you know, now that we have 21 movies or whatever. uh, 20. 20. Ranking it in quadrants. Not top five, not six to ten, not 11 to... Uh, Nineteen or twenty? Yeah, not maybe top uh, the fifteen, eleven to fifteen. What? How do I count? I I don't I count. I, have you Adam become Adam with yeah. your scale? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a fifteen out of eleven out of eleven.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're a super fan, it's a twelve out of ten. But if you're like a super super fan, it's fifteen out of six. Culturally,
1: yeah. it's an eight. But as a movie, it's
0: also an eight. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I'm an eight. Yeah. So yeah. No, Adam. Oh not. no, you're
2: not, Adam. <laughs> Um, you're a 10 in our book.
0: Um, oh, 16
2: I was so, so
1: low of a whisper that it wasn't even registering Only on the microphone. Only he will
2: hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Only ants will hear it. Uh, it would, I would say like maybe top, eh, I'll give you a top 10, but the tail end of it, the tail uh, tail end of it.
0: I would probably agree with that. Cause I mean, my first is still Winter Soldier. A- I still love Black Panther, um, and and then Infinity, Infinity War, War is now number three, yeah. uh, and then you know I think I, like like Spider-Man: Homecoming and like Guardians or something like that, yeah, or exactly. Civil War. Civil War is like exactly. my top so, five. So like yeah, it's definitely the back half. Of the top ten for me, I,
2: as a newer film that comes out now, they should be top tening at all the times. They know the formula. Yeah, they know what they need to do. They know the comedy. They know the pacing. They know what how much MCU they we want in it. They, they should all villains. be top ten. Yeah. They've,
1: they've I mean kind of pioneered uh, a new mode of show. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Like this is now the twentieth. Number one film they've made. Yeah. And they probably need to fail a little bit harder in order for them to like rethink. Think about doing some of their stories a little bit differently. Right. Yeah. They still played, I mean, we're not,
2: we didn't talk about it, but they played it safely. Oh, this, this one's a very safe
0: film. This You're was not safe. like. Yeah,
2: Everything just... was fine. Everyone hugged at the end. And the only every... unsafe
1: part E. T. didn't even go home at the end. She just healed everyone. The only unsafe part was Hank Pym actually genuinely being an asshole. Yeah, he's a who we thought was kind of like just a more principled guy. He's like Steve Rogers if Steve Rogers was a total dick.
0: Yeah. Uh, and also the stuff hinting at like Shield being pretty dirty, yeah. which I don't think is necessarily about Hydra and in, like infiltrating. <laughs> That's Shield. sort of
2: just commenting on the government. I yeah, think, it which is. is. It's nice. just like
0: it's like we're using this girl who's got uh, a de- debilitating like you know de- debilitating like
1: skill or whatever, uh,
0: curse. Yeah, curse for lack of a better term. And uh, basically, like, making her, like, be a Black Ops agent. Right. Yeah. Uh, a
1: happy. Black Ops agent who's wearing a costume that was made in the game Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> I loved her costume. I thought I it was really, really good. It was, uh, it was so good it was it was so when it was cool. designed for something completely else.
2: Well, it was it was taken right out of the comics, though. So I sort of yeah. give it some leeway there. Yeah. Also, that's another comment on uh, sort of, like, Prisons, like how like criminals keep being criminals because they like can't get out of it because someone puts them in
0: there for, work. or that they escalate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It keeps getting worse for yeah. them. Uh, Where so, would you put it? Oh, right uh,
1: I would definitely put it like in the top, right above Doctor
0: Strange.
2: Top of the middle. No, that's his number. It's one. not
1: in the top ten. It's like just maybe like top 11, 12 Oh, top. There's 12. twenty films. <laughs> you idiot. So and I would oh, probably okay, put it in that so category. <laughs> No, I just thought it was like, I don't know. I don't know if I put it in the top ten. I have to think about what my, my bottom ten are, but there are so many parts of it. Well, that I tell us in a letter
2: were... and don't send it to us. Okay,
0: let's rate the movie.
1: Well, I was going to, instead of rating the movie, I was going to say, what's your favorite moment? Did oh. you have one?
0: I did. And I think I mentioned it. It's Michael Pena, like, on the truth serum. Excellent. I think that in for you, Brent. Why are you attacking me? <laughs> I'm attacking. I think
1: it's a reasonable quote. <laughs>
0: I'm 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 acknowledging your frustration with Sorry, it. Sorry, no, Brent. Yet still mocking did, we, you. We
2: didn't mean to do that, but if I had to pick a moment, it would be when they got the truth serum close. To real world as you could honestly, and it made me feel things.
1: <laughs> no,
0: um, it was uh, probably when they were in. The that school.
1: was good. So, anyways, my favorite. No,
0: <laughs> that they. Well, were I do not get the the to finish mine, but okay, go ahead. Oh wait, wait, what was yours? No, it was the Michael Pena moment. It's when he's wait, telling the story. Wait, did not finish it. I was telling the story. I just thought it was the Morrissey thing. Just like I couldn't stop laughing. Like it you was just so. Fu- a
1: kid who liked Morrissey. I'm an
0: adult who likes Morrissey. Ah, gross. It was, except for his racist fucking views. Black. Yeah. Um, I just cool. liked the school scene. The school scene was good. I liked it. Yeah. What was yours?
1: Um, honestly, probably the car chase scene, was, mostly because of Hope's use of shrinking and growing, yeah. which I really enjoyed uh, as far as action goes, because I think when people first thought of Ant-Man as a film, they thought, this is like stupid. He's a guy who shrinks and grows, who gives a shit. But the movies have done a very good job of showing how that can be really exciting and dynamic yeah. with the cars yeah. and, and making random things explode to huge sizes. Uh, my only regret about it is, or wish about it, is that the trailers didn't show so much. Because yeah. I think I would have genuinely been surprised by Giant Man being that big and by the Pez. That or is, the, sh- or the, sh- the salt
2: shaker. Yeah. They they got real scared in the marketing for this. You could tell they were worried coming off Infinity War that people weren't going to see this. Uh, I it makes me sad because I feel like I, w- I wish I saw less.
0: Yeah, from it. and I'm not getting to the point now where like if there's a Marvel trailer, I don't even want to watch it anymore. Yeah. I just want to be surprised. Maybe just do the teaser before the actual full trailer. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm even worried about the teasers, but. Very enjoyable film. Yeah. Uh, I think the humor is go great. The action is good. Go, 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 go see, see it. Go see it, it's you fucks. It's still good.
1: It was um, 10 out of 10 snap-jawed ants. <laughs> uh, so I give it a really big thumbs up. Those are the ants that have the... Uh, they have Which the, ones that, are those? They have the giant... oh huge wide flat those are my favorites i love those their jaws are super powerful
0: did you like uh scott's uh ant puns about naming the ants you're antonio
1: banderas yes antonio banderas is cute (laughs) he's like i i I know it's stupid but i'm obsessed with giant man i i just love that as a pun that he's big but also an ant person yeah it makes me so happy it's
2: it's I'm happy
1: about simple things. I know,
2: but not truth I know We, might we know, babes.
1: The only truth serum is wine. <laughs> Anyways, this has been fucking almost Superior. We love you. <laughs> uh, catch us on the next episode. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Good luck, everyone else. <laughs> Find us on everything.